right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddies Chuck and John. Tuberculosis is consumption. Sun shines on a dog's ass every now and again. Hi, boys. How's hey it now. go? Hey now. How's hey it now. how's it going? Good, good, yeah. I like how we all left last week's episode individually and Googled consumption just we to did. Chuck I, and I Chuck and I had to do it on the way here. Yeah. I told oh, him oh. He, I told him he was wrong. He didn't believe me. Like, well, I, I, I also was, only, you didn't know I, I was, was wrong. You asked me to look it up. Eighty percent sure. I was pretty sure you were right. Mm-hmm. And then I Googled it. It's more like HIV and AIDS. It's not tuberculosis. They're not the same thing, but it's basically tuberculosis is consumption dude or is it the other way around consumption is latent tuberculosis yeah latent tb which it's like the hiv because like okay check this this is terrifying (laughs) chuck and i reading about this on the way here tb's no laughing matter it's the worst disease it's been romanticized (laughs) we need to romanticize aids the way we have tb just to make people feel better well you haven't seen the dallas buyers club that's not romantic. He, yeah, he wasn't Doc Holliday. <laughs> they took Matthew McConaughey and made him look as bad as possible. That's how he won that Oscar. Doc Holliday in Tombstone was cool. Romanticized. Yeah, he He's cool. playing Chopin at the saloon piano right. and winning gunfights while coughing his lungs out. He says, I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. <laughs> he and Johnny Ringo quote Latin at each other. Uh, do you know the original title for the movie Tombstone was just Mustache? Mm. Is, that, is that before they fired that director who couldn't handle the... Directing Kurt Russell? Who can t- direct Kurt Russell? You know, Kurt Russell secretly directed that movie. Well, it's not even secret anymore. Yeah. He's the Lebr- After George P. Cosmatos died, he, yeah. was, he was able to come out and say it. He's the LeBron of, of actor directors. Is that what happened? Was that the, was that the writer who. who no, was the writer oh, that was got fired. Who's Cosmatos? So it's just some B movie director that uh, Kurt Russell knew who's directed no other good movies. Gotcha. No, it's funny. Actually, the Kurt. They Ru- had signals. The Kurt Russell on. Hand the- signals. Bill Simmons podcast is actually very frank about it. It was definitely a Hollywood icon, knowing that all these stories are already public and not care. And he actually spoke pretty candidly. Bill Simmons was on, or Kurt Russell was on the BS report. He was. He Golly. was. He was good. Kurt Russell was bringing it. Kurt Russell, man. I like oh yeah, guy. we need to get a Kurt Russell. He played pro baseball. Did he? How do we get Kurt Russell on that? Maybe we can get. Who's like the saddest version of Kurt Russell besides dead Patrick Swayze? Um, <laughs> Danny Trejo will do anything. Don Swayze. Danny Trejo will do anything for twenty thousand dollars a day. Danny Trejo is like four foot nine. He has a taco place in LA now called Trejo's Tacos. I get it. It's just his face on the on a billboard outside. Taco, taco Trejo Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, gentlemen, uh, we're here a day after a Grizzlies watch party that was uh, rowdy, it rambunctious. Was, we had a bunch of people out there for uh, Game Five. They dropped it. They played seventy five percent of a great game. They play, yeah, they played all the offensive of a good game yeah. and half the defense required of a good game. Right. Uh, but, you know. But that's almost analysis. Turned it into, but that, we're getting a little down. We definitely thought this series would be over by the time we podcasted this week. That oh. is true. And that might be a foreshadow to a breakfast in bed apology. Mm. Before, Indeed. Before we get there, did we have a chance to eat breakfast this morning? Uh, yeah, I had a piece of pizza. Uh, that was my breakfast. I'm opening a bar with some friends. And I'm putting my food truck, because I own a food truck, uh, at the bar. So I spent all morning uh, hand-moving a very heavy food truck into a small corner in a very tight space. Well, you, I was wait, with wait, Chuck you, yesterday. You, you, you were moving by hand a, a truck? Me and four guys. I have a trailer. My food truck is a trailer. It's an old 68 Shasta camper converted into a food truck. We wanted it in the backyard of this bar. And, uh, yeah, so we had to – I couldn't back it in. It was too tight for the truck, so we had to unhook it and just pick it up and move it probably 40 or 50 feet by hand. Wow. Check so, this, though. So all I had was a slice of pizza. I want to know something. So yesterday, Chuck and I spent the afternoon hanging out with our good friend, Rado Moore, a uh, stand-up comedian known as the Voltaire of Cunnilingus jokes. He is the uh, – yeah, the greatest – the greatest uh, nobody comic anyone's – the Not dirtiest, baddest man on the planet. He is one of the funniest people I've ever met. <laughs> and Chuck offered to hire him uh, to help move said items. I was out with Narado till uh, 2.30 in the morning last night. Did he show up? Uh, I called him. He said he would come, and then we uh, told him we already had other people, so he didn't come. Wow. But he was going to show Th- up. That's a pro move. Yeah. <clears throat> no, that's, that's a happier ending than I expected. That's the, my buddy is moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I was like, oh, I got, I got, I got to take care of the kid in the morning. I'll text you when like he's all settled, and then I text when I'm pretty sure they won't need me. Right. Like, oh yeah, I'm free now. Like, I'm like, oh, we pretty much got it all. There's only one more trip, so you probably don't need to come. Yeah, out. don't worry. Like, oh, me. okay. He was, uh, he or Gabe were supposed to give me a ride to the dreaded Mallscape today and uh, this morning, and neither showed up. Yeah, <laughs> went drinking with people. I dropped him off after the watch party, which is it was like right. eleven thirty. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he started drinking. He's like, come on, you don't want to have one? I was like, no, dude, I got to get up and move a trailer by hand. <laughs> what's the name of your bar? What's, what's it's called? Rosemary. Rosemary. In, in Five Points area of East Nashville. This is the Rosemary and Beauty Queen. Well, Beauty Queen's to be determined when it will open, but Rosemary will be open uh, shortly. So if you're visiting Nashville or our Nashville listeners, swing on out to Rosemary. Yeah, we should, right? be open, should be open this weekend. That's exciting news. Don't tell that the health department. Is. Chuck, with a job... I do things. I have three jobs pretty much now. That's some that's some foreshadowing for later in the show as well. Mm. Uh, I had popcorn for breakfast as I've been helping out at the Nashville Film Festival. And uh, is it just an open season on popcorn? Open season. I don't think they were ready for me. <laughs> I mean, when I come when I come stalking back to that thing, the last time I came, like the girl who hands out the popcorn, kind of like smirked at me. It's like it's it's like lumber, John. You got to let it repopulate. I guess so. <laughs> you got to quit harvesting. I killed all the deer. <laughs> do you put a lot of butter, or do you try to pretend yourself? Or is there like a seasoned salt okay. option? Okay. So were I just going to see, say, the Fate and Furious or whatever it's called, I would indeed get the canola oil put on top of the popcorn. However, because I'm fat and stupid, and I know I'm going to eat seven tubs of popcorn, I tell myself if I don't put the canola oil on it, this is healthy. I'm sorry. My mind was just blown. I didn't hear anything you said. What? Is it the fate of the furious, like F8? I believe so. Really? That just occurred to me. I didn't know Just that hearing either. that out loud. For real. The fate yeah. of the furious. I was like, oh, oh, F8. But they don't even spell it out. No, they don't. But they should. It's like that. I uh, think like there are posters that had it early on, and I think people were too stupid. Not oh, it just, it, just said, it just said F8 of the Furious? Yeah, and, like, and I think, because I remember it being spelled that way, like 7 or whatever, and then it just stopped being that way. I, I now like, think it's huh. an amazing title. Well, it's very smart, because if anyone has learned from Av- Avril Lavigne's Skater Boy, mm. where the 8 is yeah. instead of Skate, yeah. she's a, a millionaire because of that. One choice. Or does does F8 have another meaning? I think it's... Does, uh, like PC users... I think it's... The, yeah, <laughs> I think that's how you exit your porn browser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you want to... Boss mom, button? You hear your mom Incognito coming. mode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited about, about Fate of the Furious now. I might go see... I'd actually Just have because sworn of off. that. <laughs> uh, seven Fast, Seven Furious. I didn't like it that much, and I thought maybe I had my fill of like the self-aware over-the-topness. But now I'm back in. But I'm sorry. So what do you put on your popcorn? Nothing. Oh, nothing. Okay. So I mean, it's already buttered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's buttered and salted, but then you like to add more. I can't do more salt. You I, do more salt? I love more salt. The saltier my popcorn, the better. Give me all the butter, all the salt. Sometimes I do Worcester sauce on my popcorn. Is that gross to you guys? I've never tried it. I bet it would be great. I've done it's Louisiana hot sauce on my barbecue and Tony Chattery's. Tony Satchery's is awfully salty, Chuck. I like salt. He's, 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 yeah. he's, wow. not, he's not lying hey. to you. He just keeps saying like, the you're same like thing. A, you're like a moose. Yeah, I need it. <laughs> I need all those electrolytes. I've been eating at the uh, at Grizzlies games in the media. I don't know how other NBA teams do it. I hear some. I hear for Predators, National Predators media section, they were giving out a bottle of Gatorade, a collector's bottle of Jack Daniels, and like a pack of gum like for every media member. Like That's pretty cool. Maybe step that up, Memphis Grizzlies. Or just give you Advil. You guys want to hear a heartwarming slash disgusting story involving popcorn and the Nashville Predators very quickly? Sure. So I've been going to the playoff games, and we as we were destroying the Blackhawks to complete the sweep. Suck it, Hawks. I bought a huge tub of popcorn and shared it with my entire section, and everyone was sticking their disgusting hands in the popcorn and eating together. It was very communal. Does that gross you out, or are you kind of heartwarmed? No, I think that's fine. Two ways. It could go go either way. A lot of popcorn talk. We did get into yeah. popcorn heavy. Oh, could, more popcorn talk. What yes. I was going to say was at Grizzlies games, the, the little snack provided in, in the media area is like popcorn and maybe pretzels. And then they have gummy bears and, and M&Ms. And, and so I, I've actually just not gummy bears, but I've been mixing just popcorn and M&Ms. That's kind of fun. Yeah. You know, it seemed like a right way to go. I'm not about to have pretzels. It works. Yeah. They don't melt or anything. No, they don't. So M&Ms. Melt in your mouth, not in your hand, and not in your popcorn. 
Exactly. The popcorn is not warm. Mm. Oh. It's, it's also not really. Ew. I mean, it's not cold. Ew. It's not like hot. Is I don't it like, cold popcorn is like only for Christmas ornaments. Is it in like a heat lamp glass box? Z- zero. Oh, goodness. How can you use popcorn as a Christmas ornament? Doesn't it start to decay and stink like all other foods? Or no, you, Is there all. a lacquer involved? I think you Some hit it with of... spray paint. Or like a hairspray. Cover it in hairspray to make yeah. it even more flammable. Yeah, that's also great. Too. It's Thanks amazing sure. the generation before us didn't die every Christmas. I believe dozens okay. of people died every people are I'm, People are living longer these days. I'm like reading children's books to my kid, and there's like they're putting candles on Christmas trees. Like, come on. It's just like people. Don't do that. I'm almost out of Coke, and I almost got mad because I remembered that I requested uh, Keith bring me down a second Coke, and then I remembered Keith did, in fact, bring me down a second Coke, and I have already drank it. You're like Buster Bluth with juice. We, yes. You got to cut you off. Coca, it's not going great. Coca Cola, by the way. Do you have any insulin? <laughs> yes. John needs it right away. I'm well, not allowed to have these in my house. So. I was, I was going to tell a long breakfast story, but but we're already so far into it. Deep. What'd you have? I can save it. Well, it was going to be a joke, oh. but I'm I'm pocketing that joke for yeah. later. There, there you go. Another podcast. We need that content. 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 We need, the, we need that cotton. Cotton. <laughs> a little more continent. All right. After... Our breakfast, we move to our breakfast in bed apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. Does anyone have anything they need to apologize for? Oh, you do. I do? Not only, Keith, have you been going on other podcasts yeah. and saying crazy things like Chuck, <laughs> who has started two businesses in the last <laughs> year or so, and that I who have made an entire life and career out of not having real jobs <laughs> and doing just fine, want to give that up. Wish we could give that up to get a real job. Oh, You've been projecting again. That is your <laughs> life, not ours. I have been projecting. However, that is not the greatest cardinal sin you've committed. <laughs> what is it? You said on another podcast, I, what is it, Grizzly Bear Blues, yeah. I do not eat much fast food. I said- Keith, you eat the most fast food of anyone who ever lived. You eat at Chipotle. That's 600 times a week. Fast casual, though. Fast, yeah. If there's no, not, no, no. It's not a drive-thru. We are there- going to Chipotle's <laughs> website and going to their very own description of their very own food. When Chipotle opened its first restaurant in 1993, the idea was simple. Show that uh, fast foods, <laughs> show that food served fast didn't have to be a fast food experience. Using high-quality raw ingredients, classic cooking techniques, and distinctive interior design, we brought features from the realm of fine dining to the world of quick-service Restaurants. Over 23 years later, we are the finest fast food in the country. They're a fast food restaurant. <laughs> I do. Come on, Keith. Well, I, you know what else is fast food? Pizza. You eat pizza all the time. I Embrace eat. it. We're a dirty food loving podcast. How do you how do you define I mean I'm not I won't argue with that. Like uh Burger King, Wendy's, McDonald's, a thing that has a drive thru. Those are drive thru's. I've I don't I hardly go to any drive thru's ever. Okay. Uh, I've been to one Arby's, and it was on that trip to Indianapolis that I, I shared with our Patreon members. I'm so fired up about. I have a friend who only goes to Arby's on road trips. Like, I probably eat, a good life decision. I eat almost entirely all fast casual. Like, because I'm going. Well, I'm going fast to, casual. I mean, isn't that you gentrified so and so? Right. Because like, if I'm, I, I my meals are Keith. I have terrible news. You're just like the rest of us. My my meals are pretty much a rotation of. Barbecue restaurants. You love Martin's. Burrito restaurants. Mm-hmm. And every once a week, pizza, probably. I'm so like, j- it so just I, made so me sad that Keith, who is, I would say, our brand manager and has brand taught me manager. what even brand means, could get so far off brand. I will. That was more personal talking that I don't normally go to a drive through. <laughs> the, the, the job thing, I, th- I think, is. Uh, I'm not. I'm not too upset about anything I said there. I've only had one real job, and it almost resulted in suicide. So <laughs> right. I can't go back. And I know Chuck can't. Go I had back. real jobs for way too long. We all do. Chuck used to do like weird nuclear science. We all yeah. do weird scrounging type jobs. The joke I try to make that I got a little off base of is we're the kind of guys who have randomish jobs and can talk about basketball at three o'clock on a Wednesday. Well, that's it. With some planning, we're bon vivants, really. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Except or I insomniacs in my case. Work a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I can't stop working. No. Wish I was dead. I do too. All right. Well, that's my apology. What's your <laughs> apology, John? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Jinxing the everything for all the, t- the underdogs that were doing so well. Yeah, that's real. I'll apologize for being so damn right about all this. I said the Seas Bulls would go seven at wow, least. Wow. Did you? I did. Outstanding. Last week. Uh, I also said that, well, I think uh, Raptors Bucks would be Giannis's coming out party. 
that they wouldn't pull that series out. I said that in our playoffs predictions. So I'm sorry that I'm better at this than you my, guys. My are. Skip Bayless Chuck, hot Chuck take is, machine uh, broke down. Chuck, Chuck is sorry that like a like a child who picked all the top seeds to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, I went chalk, and that's usually the reason why those teams. It's are weird. I don't feel. Better. Should I be giving up on Bulls and and Bucks? Rondo, like it. Rondo's dead, and he was the. He's, hey man, Isaiah Cannon coming to town. We mm. recognized that we were podcasting at an awkward moment. Yeah, actual date where all these f- series could flip. I don't feel much. I don't feel much remorse for a lot of them because I feel like some of it was out of our control. Right, the Rondo, the Rondo thing, thing was weird. I mean, yes, I, I pushed it a little bit with with writing a little online post on the step back. That was a, a very over the top. It was. Uh, oh, what did yeah. you do? I missed. He this. basically called you the prognosticator of all prognosticators. Yeah, yeah. Oh no! And says you yeah. called it and all that stuff, and I, like it made us. I look did great. a lot of online praise for John. Burns. So we are <laughs> serious Bulls and Bucks fans now. Right. I mean, we already were Bucks fans. Yeah, you know what you should do next? Step back, post just like praise my prescience with <laughs> calling all of these uh, chalk series the way they've well, gone. Well, like, like, and, and then the other ones that have gone weird, like I Wizards, don't feel, Hawks. E- even as the Rockets and Thunder series ended, I I feel no regrets for saying that would go seven. Like I feel like the Thunder could have easily made that series go seven. I called Rockets in five. Chuck yeah, I think we all went Rockets except yeah. except uh, Keith kind of vacillated, which I. I understand. Like it was like the mo- it's. We thought it was gonna be the most exciting series, right? Well, I thought yeah, it was gonna be really good. Turns out it was it was exciting in fits and starts. It was it was it was sort of exciting and it was awful to watch. And I wish that series would go away. When and it, w- did. it did. And I wish all of basketball rules would be rewritten it based just, on that series. There's being been awful. a lot of hemming and hawing about basketball rules lately. Oh yeah, it was just hard to watch uh, Westbrook kind of just uh, at the ends of games. You could tell he's kind of exhausted. I mean, he's physically he didn't look like he was slow, but like. He was sweating more, breathing heavy, and I think that was just the end of it. Sweating he was out more of, at the end of games? Yeah. He was out of T-U-R-T-L-E power. Yeah. <laughs> need to get a secret of the ooze out. Oh, man. <laughs> 1990 that, shout out. That connects, uh, that connects to my worst. Oh, well, let me, let me do my real apology. Oh, you got a real Cause apology. Because it, it also connects to my, my I just had apology. to get that Chipotle thing in. I know, I got you. Because Keith, man, he's the Chipotle man. No, yeah, Chipotle's a fast food. I eat Chipotle. As far as knowing what's on a Wendy's menu, nope. I actually don't know. I, do. I think it's triple stack. It's uh, it's and nuggets have, and fries. They Baconator. They have mozzarella. Oh man, mozzarella. Cheese. You got to tell that story. Well, that was the thing. That's so, the one you're saving. No, no, no. I'm saying that's what I told on the other podcast I was on, talking about after the Grizzlies game. I was hungry. I hadn't eaten, and and so I was like, I'm gonna run to the border. It's the only thing open in Memphis after you know, right. eleven or midnight or whatever it was, and. The Taco Bell line was like 14 cars long. Ugh. This is the second time this year I've tried to make a run to the border listening to Ian Carmel's All Fantasy Everything podcast where he talked all about Taco Bell. I've been like, I got to go back. Right. I haven't had it in forever. Um, I got to go back. And uh, But my, my, two, my two attempts to go this year, and I know, yes, I could go at 5 o'clock any day and it'd mm-hmm. be fine. You're or, not far from a Taco Bell. No, there's one very close to my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I save it for road trips and late night. Oh, I want to yeah. do the real, I want a fourth meal. Hell yeah. A four, fourth meal. Fourth uh, meal. But, again, 14 cars. I'm not waiting for that. Never. So there was a Wendy's. I'm like, I guess I'll go to Wendy's. No cars. Telling. Well, I was like, I don't want to eat at a Wendy's. And then, but I was so hungry. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to make my buddy sit in the co- 14, you know, whatever. Yeah. The whole long Taco Bell. I get to the Wendy's, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to eat. And I know it's not going to taste like Chick-fil-A. But I'm like, all right, I'll take a spicy chicken sandwich. Nuggets and fries only. Oh. And I was like, oh. I've been to one Wendy's uh, three times in a row. They didn't give me a straw. <laughs> Almost burnt it to the ground. Well, so I I've been to a Taco Bell, and as I came up, and they knew that this was a big deal, they just said, "Sir, we have no ground beef." <laughs> I love going to a fast food place, and they give you all the things they don't have. That's like when I'm going to fast food Chipotle, and they say that our carnitas has not been raised to our. It's been raised to our ethical standards, but not our. Uh, what are the other one? The Chuck and I went to Panda <laughs> Express over by the, in the dreaded Mosscape, and we get our food. We get it in the, the line, and they go. Uh, we have uh, no drinks and uh, no ice. Yeah. <laughs> we had to just like get tap water. And the guy says, is that okay? And I went, no, man, but you have already <laughs> served me my food. <laughs> this buffet line <laughs> should have gave me that heads up at I'm the beginning and not you, the end. You couldn't get a free meal out of that. Oh, uh, we could have. <sighs> I wouldn't have ordered we food if I knew something. there was no soda. Right. I can't have lo mein without Coke. Absolutely. This is un-American. My stupid southernness kicked in and I was just like, okay, see you later. I think we were just too hungry. Yep. We were starving. Y'all come back now. My apology, guys, was going to be uh, for on on this week's interview episode with uh, Sirat Sohi, who is a person who she loves uh, 
she has many, many fire anti-Westbrook tweets. Mm-hmm. Like she all the time talks about how this Westbrook season is garbage. And I, I totally forgot to ask her about it because I just would have enjoyed you just got, you just trashing got. Westbrook for, for, for that. Hey, man, yeah. that's what we have this podcast I for. I missed the opportunity. No, go for it. <laughs> that's, no, yeah, that's my apology. All right. Well, those are our breakfast in bed apologies. Before we move to our steak and eggs, I want to remind you guys, we are looking for more people. We, we just got one today, I believe. We're always looking for more people to support the show. To support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Fast Break Breakfast. You can join our Slack chat and talk basketball around the clock with us. We're also, we've been brainstorming. We're going to come up with a few more things to interact more with people. I know uh, Rabble.tv is working on a new Hangout app that we might be incorporating. It'll be private for our members to use. But anyway, in this world of free media and other people getting fired, one way you can support shows and things you actually like is to, you know, throw them a couple bucks. And the way you can do that for our show is patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. All right. Steak and eggs. Best thing. What's the best thing you saw this week? Uh... I mean, I feel like I'm sniping from both of you guys. I'm sure we're unanimous on this. But I'll just read the title real quick. The NBA, (laughs) it's amazing. It's one of the greatest things that's ever happened to us as a podcast. The NBA is lucky I'm home doing damn articles. The Dion Dion Waiters. It could have been my best. It was going to be. but It it starts in a very Chuck fashion because this is one of only two movies Chuck has ever seen. Y'all seen Casino, right? Mm-hmm. Love Casino. <laughs> oh, we're at, no, we're adding Casino to the list of movies you've seen. I, oh yeah, any uh, Scorsese. I've even seen Mean Streets. I think I think Chuck thinks Casino and Goodfellas are just one giant long movie. First time you, I you fir- could first time argument. I saw them both was uh, I watched them back to back. Ooh, that's great. Well, it's a mistake. That's eight hours of because they 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 are very they bu- blended together. They are very mumbled and jumbled in my brain. <laughs> right. Yeah, you, you're not sure if uh, I have since seen Goodfellas like two more times. Yeah. So so I'm more clear on what was only Goodfellas. Yeah. Wait, have you only seen Casino once? I have seen Casino one point eight times. I've seen that a is thir- bonkers to me. I've seen a thirty minute stretch of Casino probably four times. Oh yeah, it's on like TNT. But I, it's on like the channels a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Don Rickles is in Casino. That's how I keep him straight. Joe Bob Briggs is in Casino. Mm. Most important character in Casino is played by James Wood, Men's member and King of Republicans. Oh, James Wood, <laughs> looking. Am I in your heart? Can you feel me? Oh, the pimpest, weirdest scum, some scumbag character. Ever. There is a baseball announcer who I cannot listen to because he sounds exactly like James Woods, and I have to turn. I have to turn the game off because I'll laugh so hard. <laughs> What was the weirdest thing in the uh, Dion Waiters article? I think we might all say different things. Well, I was curious. Was that was that Dion Waiters? I mean, that title was just a great editor. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, oh, really? Because he didn't really say that there's, there's in the There's no article. way that was his actual... It sounds like his speaking voice, though. No, that's, that's, that's right. No, for sure. That's a great job by the editor, mm-hmm. getting a thing that would be immediately shared by everyone. Uh-huh. Um, my favorite thing was how he basically explained how much of a gangster... Uh, the boy Pat, the Don Riley. I figured you'd say that. It's pretty awesome. He's like, you know, for as much Pat, as... Pat, who almost became the second coming of Dan Gilbert this week also. Oh, yeah. Appar- apparently he was going to write a letter in Comic Sans to LeBron uh, <laughs> after he left, but he decided not to. That came out in an article. That was a, that was a good one. But yeah, that was great. I mean, it, I didn't know that he came from such like abject, kind of like dis- distressed lifestyle in Philly, you know? I know he was like a good ball player and stuff, and they usually live a bit a little better life. But he, uh, his parents were shot. Ooh. You know, his best friend was killed when he went away to boarding school. Um, so yeah, it, it was a it's a rough article. What's your favorite part, John? Oh, roller skating. Oh, the roller skating. One hundred percent. Yeah, they went into basically he. You could do two things in Philly, and it was skating and the quad four by four, kind of like. Uh, What's that movie called with T.I.? Do you remember that one? T.I.? T.I. made a roller skating movie. What? Yeah. It's like Roll Bounce. Roll Bounce? Yeah, Roll Bounce. But, what are you guys talking about? But roller skating was huge in my neighborhood growing is up. Is that Electric Boogaloo 3? One, is that the one with Ellen Page and True Barrymore? Or is that a different movie? No. That's like a roller derby no, movie. No, that's Hard Candy. <laughs> no, <laughs> not Hard terrifying. Candy. Not, not the Hard Candy movie. <laughs> yeah. Night Owl from Watchmen molests everybody in that yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the roller skating stuff. But that that was in my neighborhood too. We had a place called Galaxy From Skating Fargo Ring. Season two, and everybody went to Galaxy. 
to skate. That was huge. I'm glad he's a skate dude. That's dope. I didn't know that was a thing kids did. Like we're yeah. not even talking about rollerblades. He goes into it. He's like, nah, not skate roller skates. Brown wheels. <laughs> I yeah. was like, yes. <laughs> I didn't actually uh, read the article because I don't. I don't support authors who are more successful than me. Of course. Why yeah. would you be? Hey man. <laughs> It's a pretty easy read. They don't need it's my, Dion Waiters. But it was a very self aware article. He was talking about the, you know It was an irrationally confident article, yeah, you would say. The, <laughs> he talks about his gifs or his gifts or whatever. His uh standing in the corner after hitting that game winner against uh the Warriors arms folded. Right. He's self aware, you know, and he knows he's just a he's a nudnik. But he's in great shape apparently. Pat Riley put him in world class. World class shape. And it, yeah, it worked it's out. It's all for about him. that culture. It was a really good article though. My uh, my best thing is all about ISO Joe. <sighs> I love Ooh. Joe Johnson. Hell yeah! I, I know. I know. Last jo- post up artist we have. I know, John. Y- you have mixed feelings to dislike for yes. all your years as a Hawks fan. Yes, but uh, he's always been a guy I liked. I liked him on the Suns when he went to the Hawks. It, he pretty much as a, again we've said this many times on our show. As a Nashville viewer, the Hawks are not shown like they're mm-hmm. blacked out. You can't right. see him, so he disappeared to me when he went yeah. to the Hawks. Like like he was just lost. Yeah. And now that he's back and he's transformed his game, and he's old man and he's just roasting the Clippers. Like I am here for super clutch, eighteen point per game score, playoff Joe Johnson. Yeah, love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I mean, he was clutch for the Heat last year. He played real. Oh, well. Oh, he was for incredible us. in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's one of the most clutch performers. Yeah, you see a lot of game winners. He's a lot of less than 10 seconds uh, like, final what is possession it? P- games. Paul George has never hit a go-ahead no, yeah. shot. Yeah. And, like, Joe Johnson has a list of nine, like, buzzer beaters. Yeah. And not even, not even, like, I'm not saying game winners. Right. He has a legit NBA.com YouTube page, right. uh, like, like, clip of nine where the buzzer goes off while the ball's in the air. Right. Like, that is awesome stuff. Clutch. ISO goat. That's what I'll call him. Yeah, so I am I am definitely all here for the Joe Johnson playoff experience and the Jazz. I see you. Mm. The one team I'm still pulling for, the one team that uh, helps me sleep better at night because in this world of great evil, there still can be teams with the, the righteous. I don't know. <laughs> I, I hate the Clippers. <laughs> I like Dude, the Jazz. That was almost my apology was that we kind of all, all kind of wanted to take the Jazz and we all kind of gave up. Yeah, yeah, we did. And like... Yeah, this is this is the series I'm most into. But we got we got to slow down because we don't we don't want to jinx anything. No. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> those those games six and sevens, I could see. I, I think some, I don't I, think without said, Blake, they're they're trash. I came very Gobert's close. Gobert's back. Oh yeah, and Gobert that looks better than I thought yeah. it was going to. Gobert is undefeated in playoff games. He plays more than eleven seconds. <laughs> <laughs> they even won the one where he only played eleven seconds. He's just undefeatable. So I got a good uh, best this week. What do you got? What's your really good? I don't know if you guys remember when uh, Marcus all hit that game winner in overtime. I do, in fact, and uh, the greatest game of my lifetime. We all celebrated. I've ever gone to. Uh, Keith was there. Keith was there with a press pass. Shout out Fast Break Breakfast press uh, credentials. Oh, they put Fast Break Breakfast. That's a pretty long hashtag. Man, it was it was beautiful on the on the list um, when they're when they're like looking for my name. It's like ESPN. Fast Break Breakfast, Fox Sports. I was like, mm-hmm. boom, look at that. Slides yeah. right in there. It's beautiful. Right between the two big guys. And what's different now is that we still have jobs and those ESPN guys don't. Oh, <laughs> oh. burn. Oh, Jonathan Coachman. Yeah, but although, the- although ESPN guys, if you also want a job that pays no dollars, we're hiring. Yeah, you, you can come to so <laughs> make some content for us. But my best, uh, the game ends uh, in Memphis. Uh, there's a celebration and the, pa- the camera pans to someone on the sidelines. Um, a man I will refer to as Dab Guy. I don't think Dab Guy was game winner. Was it not game winner? It was just a run. Was it? I th- I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure what. The, we have to I could that. be wrong. Who cares? Print matter. the legend, Keith. Print, Print the, the legend. legend. From now on, it was game winner. Dab Guy. Dab Guy. D- game winner. Tell me about Dab Guy. So Dab Guy. Uh, if you noticed, uh, if you don't know what the Dab is, it's a dance um, popularized in the consumption <laughs> consumption in the urban community. Uh, Hip hop uh, dancings. <laughs> Um, Popularized by Cam Newton. Cam Newton did dab uh, yeah. on on all them fools. It's basically a uh, easy peasy. Uh, it's like you're sneezing. Uh, it is your, like you're sneezing into your elbow. You're sneezing into your elbow. It's not the more hygienic way to sneeze. Right. Right. So, but this guy, uh, he did what would only be referred to as like a bushwhacker. Yeah. Kind of like arm thing where he was like dabbing sweat off of his forehead. Dab. Um, and. What's most surprising about that is this man uh, is famous in Memphis. He, his name is Mark Goodfellow, and he is the owner and operator of It's All Good Auto. 
um, that has some and he's of, sitting courtside, Keith? And he's sitting courtside. Is this real? You this sure his is name real. isn't Mark Goodfella? This guy's named Mark Goodfella. Uh, there's the world's greatest video I've ever seen uh, starring this man. It's his auto, uh, it's all good auto commercial. Um, I think we should play it. I miss the good fella, baby, been getting fed. They want to get like me, so they try to copy me. To do it like it's Nike, so they ain't for stopping me. The swag turned up, cause you already know. Catch me at the game, sit in front row. It's tax time, let's get it understood. I mean, is that not the greatest thing on the planet? He says he's going to he's sitting courtside, like he's that dude. He's my favorite person. He, a lot of people oh, are making fun of him. He, oh, wait. He owns a used auto sh- whatever thing. Dealers. He's got four acres of cars. Okay, An auto guy's... dealer? Yeah. He's like like making a murderer? Mm. But anyway. no, no. But... Whoa. I think that's a junkyard. <laughs> I, know, I, I, I know the Grizzlies have the cheapest courtside seats in the league. Yeah. But still, like, I, I thought you had to have a little more money to sit like courtside. I mean, he's been sitting courtside because that he, video that we just played. Here, here, let me put it in terms from you can 2012. To, Sometimes people live beyond their means. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Some people. Some people go into massive amounts of debt to maintain a lifestyle. I, I do know. I, do I know. just paid off my Predators tickets uh, credit card like five years ago, and it was ten years ago. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was gonna say. I personally know the Memphis Grizzlies will extend me a line of credit. Oh, they will. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I love this man, Mark Goodfellow. You have some of the. Uh, the stupidest aesthetic I've ever seen in any marketing. Um, but as I'm going to go ahead and knight you as the preeminent cultural appropriator. I was going to say, uh, that's some, and, some and, mighty fine cultural appropriation. I mean, he is. He's got a little uh, black kid named Lil Peanut. Did we specify he's the whitest looking man ever? Oh, uh, yeah. He looks he looks like that guy from Bar Rescue, John, John Tapper. What's his name? That's the uh, lead singer of Blues Travel. No, that's Jake... Jake Tapper. It's he John does Popper? Jim Popper. John, John Popper. Popper. <laughs> yeah, he kind of looks like he kind of looks like John Piper, the theologian. Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> he looks like a thin John Popper. That's what it is. John Popper. After Welcome back, Cotter. <laughs> Has he cashed in at all? Harry Potter. Because um, I mean, I, when you show, with, with this video, I assumed it was it was recent. That video, but it's not. The video no. is forever old. For twenty twelve, he's yeah. been a season ticket holder sitting uh, courtside. Uh, that video only has seventeen thousand views on YouTube, which is sad. Have has, have you not? Why don't you post bump that up on Reddit? We'll just do get that. Get some Reddit. karma. It, it, it it's on Reddit. That's Upvoted on the dark web. <laughs> the dark web. We'll get some. Some opiates. In <laughs> put, put that thing on WikiLeaks right now. But yeah, dude, Mark Goodfellow, you're my spirit animal. And if I go to Memphis, I'm going to find you and I'm going to hang out with you, dog. Oh, that's our guy now. Take him to Silkies. That's our new goal. Yeah, we should. He'll get, take us to his secret. He places. needs to be our interview. Oh, get him, Keith. Efforting is Keith late? is going to effort this. No, I want, I want, I want you guys to interview him. Yeah, me and you. I think, I think it'll be better. Yeah. Y'all need to go to Memphis it'll just, on Thursday. It'll just and, be uh, snorting noises yeah. and like <laughs> we'll be having bong rip sounds. <laughs> hitting the cough button. You got to meet that little black kid he has dancing L- for him. Little Peanut. He's been on the Ellen Show. Wow. Yeah. So this is like a thing, you know? Holy smokes. This is like the, the you know. This is our first analysis free show ever. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> the, the trail of breadcrumbs leads somewhere very, very impressive. Let's uh, let's move from those were our steak and eggs best things. Let's move to the opposite of that, the cream of wheat, worst of week. Mm-mm. What's the worst thing you saw in the last week? I don't know. This could be my best. I did a lot of talking just now about Mark Goodfellow, and it's all good auto. But uh, <laughs> free plug this, city. This, this could be my best. Um, Russell Westbrook, as we all know, uh, had an incredibly high usage rate, but. Um, he has a higher usage rate than someone we probably both would never think of. Uh, him playing more minutes and dominating the ball more. Um, Russell Westbrook, his usage rate was 46%. And um, Michael Jordan in the movie Space Jam only had a usage rate of 44%. <laughs> right. That's outstanding. So I found that on uh, Twitter. It's a, Harvard did this research. It was some sort of Harvard think tank. There's probably like those analytics. Yeah, was so play, playing guy? playing alongside Bill Murray, right? No, Wayne Knight and, and uh, Daffy Duck. And Daffy Duck is better than Taj Gibson. Uh, I mean, I, Michael Jordan team. was more willing to enable his teammates. That's what I'm saying. He was a far more bigger distributor. But in uh, Westbrook's defense, uh, they were stat padding. Uh, Taz could have 
average double digit rebounds if they didn't <laughs> box out for MJ. So, well, but that's yeah, a, that's how they started all the breaks, Chuck. That's, that's it. That's how they started the, all the breaks. As the last man standing on the Hamburger Hill that is Russell Westbrook's MVP candidacy, <laughs> I will point out that he still had the highest value over replacement player in the playoffs <laughs> so far. Yeah. Which to me says he's still the most valuable to his team. <laughs> well, no, without him on the court, they are an abject. Uh, they are worse than Ugh. the Bugs Bunny without, led uh, in, <laughs> Looney Tunes. In, in Game Five of Spurs Grizzlies, without Mike Conley on the court for seven minutes, in seven minutes the Spurs scored thirty-five points. Mm. Dude, is, uh, when Conley sits, it is so terrifying. Yeah. Thirty-five points in seven minutes. This is from uh, Peter Edmondson from the Locked On Grizzlies saying, "Yeah, this first th- fourteen of seventeen while Conley sat." I think that's minutes. when we like miss Tony the most is when we just have no real defender out there. If you guys could have got like Darren Williams, oh, just a, somebody that could at least run the offense, Shelvin Mack. Yeah. Yes. Where Shelvin is Mack. Norris? Norris Cole. Norris playing? Cole's on the Pelicans. He's on the Pelicans. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's on the Thunder. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, close on, on the just like anybody. I'm surprised had... neither Keith nor I uh, put Victor Oladipo on our <laughs> worst lists. Bro, he was garbage. He had a, he had a, he had a rough series. We just kept watching him do things, and Keith and I would just look at each other and shake our heads. And he hasn't yeah. played oh, a, an, an important game since Indiana, so I, you know, mm-hmm. I imagine that's like it's that shock of getting to the playoffs and having playing a team that's been there too in the Rockets. My my worst thing is, is brief. I don't know if you know this. But uh, DeAndre Jordan this year made the All-Star game over Rudy Gobert and Mike Conley. Ugh. I'm still angry about it. Playoffs making me more angry about it. Yeah. Gobert's so good. Gobert's great. incredible. Increasing. Watching, watching, watching them in the series, you're like, man, people, like the coaches, like Gobert, like yeah. that DeAndre Jordan should have been in the playoffs, in the, I mean, excuse me, in the All-Star game over Gobert. And then Mike Conley, I thought, was more deserving at the All-Star break. This is some, uh, you know, looking back is a hindsight 2020 type. That's that's the phrase I was looking for. Um, <laughs> this is some hindsight 2020. Conley had such a great second half of the year and is dominating the playoffs. But still, it, it's become more apparent like, man, those really were some some serious snubs. Maybe even Damian Lillard snubs. Is it freaking you out for Charles Barkley to be the, be the guy leading the Conley charge? Or are, are you still just avoiding them altogether? I, I'm not freaking out by it, but I do think it's odd that like all the people I follow on Twitter, it's like, Barkley's so dumb. Why is Barkley saying all this awful stuff? Why is Barkley saying all this awful, awful stuff? Oh, yeah, Barkley likes Conley. Retweet, retweet. It's like, <laughs> why, right. like why is that a good thing? <laughs> it's like that mm-hmm. time when Chuck was right about a word's uh, definition. <laughs> yeah, it happens sometimes. <laughs> My worst very easily could have been a best in many people's eyes, but since it involves Kobe being Bryant, it will stay in the worst column where it belongs. He showed up on uh, Jimmy Fallon recently doing some slam poetry. Yowzer. Dressed like Dieter from Sprockets. <laughs> uh, and here is uh, just a tidbit of his slam poetry. This Stephanification of Steve is but a reprieve from when the boss sauce wears off. Holy snap. That is just brutal. That's a Stefan Urkel reference for those uh, who are like under the age of what, 35? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Way to, way to stay hip there, Mamba. Never change. <laughs> Did we get the quotes? I actually forgot about that. All of those Mamba quotes? Unbelievable. Now it's time for Sprockets Vin. We dance. <laughs> yeah, Kobe, uh, someone on Twitter, uh, Michael Gluckstadt. Glukstadt? Was he a uh, guest star on Dieter Sprockets? Yeah. Uh, he, he saw Kobe speak at the Tribeca Film Festival. This is all from Twitter for his animated short, Dear Basketball. And the Kobeiest things he said, he said his 2009 Game 6 performance against the Nuggets was inspired by Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. He says in sports. You're going to say the ninth? Come on. F- yeah. Well, fifth. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, he said... Um, he knew John Williams. He wanted to score his, his, his project, this project, but John Williams had to finish Star Wars first. He said, Seals, quote, Seals are too athletic for great whites, so great whites sit back and bide their time. That's how I guarded Allen Iverson. Uh, he said his greatest inspiration was Michael Jackson. Uh, just a man who's totally becoming a, a caricature oh, yes. of himself. Um, he said he could in his last game he had sixty. He could have easily had ninety if he didn't miss the easy ones. <laughs> He's become so caught up in writing that he forgot he had a basketball game that night. Mm. <sighs> He's anyway. 
He's a real like you know. He should. He has to love what Russell Westbrook has done. Oh yes, absolutely. Do you think he's he loves it or wishes he had a a team that he could? He wishes when he was at his physical prime, he was allowed just to do this. I have a I have a game of scones designed to balance out our nonsense talk this time. But I really should have just done opened up Val Kilmer's Twitter account. And we should have said, played Who Said This, Val Kilmer or Kobe Bryant. That would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> File that under ideas not used that would have improved the show. <laughs> so you say you have a game of scouts? I do. What's that sound? Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. You keep starting. Dinklage. I'm more of a tenor. Are you? That's kind of a, a lower... All right, guys. What do you got? So we've been we've strayed away from our our advanced stats fun that we usually have on the show. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys a chance to talk game score. Game score. This is basketball references game score, which is some with it, which some complicated formula, which just, isn't on off. No, it's just it just I don't know what their formula is, but it's like a PER. I've where, seen it, yeah. It where where it's a single number, the higher is better. Okay, absolutely. It's fun to look at. It's like war. Don't know what so it means. What is, what is it good for? What is the top? Is it like a hundred and zero? Like the no. great game scores, like the Jordan esque ones have been like thirty. Okay. It's closer to PER. So it's like a PER. Like, like for instance, for instance, LeBron James's for this uh, series so far has been uh, or this series that has ended. Was twenty eight point four? Yeah, averaging twenty eight point four. That's okay. really good. Yeah, it's yeah. really, really, really good. really good. I believe fifteen is average. Okay, okay. okay. Um, so what we're gonna do is I'm gonna give you guys the opportunity for each team to guess the second highest game score on each team. This is the average game score. So average game. And it's score. not a cu- it's not cumulative, so it's not gonna be some weird like that guy had one great game thing. We're talking about for the series. What is the average game score? Chuck Cleveland Cavaliers. Who's second? I'm gonna go with Kyrie. Oh, it's right. That's right. One for Chuck. It was easy. Uh, gave Chuck, gave a lay- layup to Chuck. Well, he's one of my you know top five players of all time. That's right. Uh, so let's go with the team that they just swept. Keith, who's second for the Pacers? A little aside to Chuck's Kyrie comment. I saw NBA Math, which does the, the points added mm-hmm. statistic. Kyrie is the worst player on the Cavs this playoff so far by mm. their metric. Okay, who, Pacers, Ooh. second best game score. This feels mm. actually really difficult. I got two names. Uh, I'm going to go. Are you going to blow this? Wink, wink, hint, hint. It's the worst. Wait, I don't, I don't know if that. It's okay. Go, go ahead. I don't know what that means. Don't blow it. Don't blow it. Is that a hint? Because it's Yeah, I know. It's pretty much a dead, like, dead giveaway. All right. Just to say what you're going to say. Anyways. Say what you're going to say. Oh, okay. I'll go. I'll go. Uh... No, I don't want to get it wrong. You're gonna. I'll, I'll just say. Uh, I'll. I'll go. Miles Turner. No, Lance blowing your oh. ear. Stevenson <laughs> um, is tied with Jeff Teague. Oh. Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague has had a very uh, quietly had a very good playoffs. I would have went Thad Young. I thought he. Thad got Young, man. Yeah, I, I thought maybe Thad Young. Miles Turner actually, even though he did, I agree that he did have flashes of brilliance. And I don't blame you for saying that. I thought he, he has had a, according to Game Score, has had a pretty bad playoff. Yeah, Let's, I thought maybe he would get some bonus points for some some rated blocks or a uh, mm-hmm. high field goal percentage. I, yeah, sixth I, I, on the team. I did not know that one. Zoinks. That is a strike for me. It's one strike. Chuck, let's go to Beantown. Do it. Give me your second best, according to game score, for the Celtics. Horford plays so poorly first two games. Um, I felt like a guess almost. uh, Al Horford. No, Al Horford, the best game score. Isaiah Thomas, second. That was tough. That was tough. Swing and a miss for Chuckles. That's weird. I felt like you were like pot garbage. committed with that Al Horford. It was. It's like you picked up your chips and, and, I would have and, never we're, and we're looking at John's Isaiah. eyes for a reaction. Oh, he totally did. Yeah, okay. Chuck, right. Chuck tried to play me. That was, mm-hmm. that, that, that was a tough one, though. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, sorry, Chuck. Almost a trick. That, was, yeah. that tricked me. Al Horford, he's been, un, since they started going to him exclusively, has been unstoppable. All right, Keith, that puts you in our much-heralded Chicago Bulls court. Who is the second best, according to game score? And this may have been harder than I thought it was. This entire game of scones. We may be out of here this quicker than I thought. Man, uh, I gotta. I'm gonna say Rondo. Well done. Mm. 
Rondo two is the game, correct answer. Two games of Rondo. Edging out the underutilized as of late, Robin Lopez. I was, say, I was thinking Robin Lopez. Yeah. And then, yeah. Well done. Well mm. done. They got to get Rolo back out there. Frollo. What, what is Should we call him Frollo? I no, know Rolo's a delicious candy. I it know is. this is an analysis-free show, but come on, Hoiberg. Yeah, get it together. Play Lopez more, man. Give me some more. Isaiah Cannon, is that really going to be our, our, our... That's what we're going that's down what we're on? we're going to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're going down on? <laughs> All right. Let's go to the North, Chuck. The Raptors. Can <clears throat> uh, I say it? Kyle Incorrect. Well... You missed by point one. Is Norm Powell one? Norm what? Powell oh, is Norm two. two. DeRozan one. He did crush. Oh, and by the way, Dwayne Casey, thanks for playing the guy. Like, every now and then, NBA Twitter is completely right. Everyone's screaming, like, why is it Norm Powell playing? He needs to be playing. Finally gets in the game, and he's... I don't know if he swung the series, but the series has swung the Raptors' way. Yeah. Although I'm still holding out hope. Come on, Bucks. You're my so team. That's you're my two, team, Bucks. That's, and hey, you're about to pick the Bucks. Uh, that's two strikes for Chuck, one strike for Keith. Keith. Bucks fan number one. Who is game score number two? This this like this is really hard. Um, I'm gonna go Greg Monroe. That is correct. Barely edging out your favorite player because future Grizzly Chris Middleton has had a couple of terrible games. I was I was worried Tony Snell was gonna was gonna sneak sneak into that one, but he ended up third. All right, I'm up or to fourth. S- right, I got two right. Chuck, you got one. We're going. To the home of the formerly known as Bullets team, the Whitmanless Wizards. Chuck, give me the second best player according to Game Score. Brad Beal. Well, that was pretty easy. Yeah, and correct. Yeah. Oh, it is incorrect. Yeah, that is correct. 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 Yeah. And oh, and correct. correct. Sorry, and I slur like Hunter S. And correct. And and correct. <laughs> Keith, that gives you the uh, woeful Atlanta Hawks. What is this team? Uh, Paul Millsap and a bunch of bums. I don't even know. I guess I will say fantasy darling, Dennis Schroeder. That is correct, although I feel like it should be Tari and Prince. Mm. <laughs> I, by the he way, was third. We are not going to break down this series because they're about to tip off at the weirdest 5 o'clock central <laughs> right. playoff game. On a Wednesday. Like it's a Memorial Day mm. or something. Uh, but that is the series. I don't know what's happening. I thought the I thought the Wizards were going to crush them after the first two games. I still believe in the Wizards. And then the Hawks are like kind of winning comfortably. Dwight Howard, they, who had quit in games and was benched because he was worthless mm-hmm. in Washington, so dominating. Yeah, dominating. Dominating. Game. Yeah, the game three was wire to wire. They crushed him the but whole. But the takeaway game. is Tari and Prince. People like him. I yeah, like, I like him. The jewel of the Nile. He's as awesome as Dennis Schroeder is not awesome. Jalen Jalen Brown or Tari and Prince, John. Jalen Brown. But it's a conversation. It's a conversation. Um, Chuck, I won't, I'm not going to give Keith this because it's too much of a layup. You get the Grizzlies. Cool. Second best game score. <sighs> you can't go out like this. I know. But I also know Mark and... Uh, I'm not looking and, at you or giving you any body hints. <laughs> Mark and Mike have been balling, both of them. It's picking who's been better. Half of that statement is true, Chuck. Yes, the other half is woefully wrong, sadly. The top Let's guy. go with Mike Conley. Wow, what a huge miss. It's embarrassing, Chuck. Mike Conley's had one of the best playoffs okay. ever. It's Mike, too late. Mike Conley is the MVP of the playoffs. Yep. Him or Chris Paul, both teams are going to lose. So it was Mark. It was yeah. Mark. Yeah. Mark, who has been disappointing. I made a half joke when, when Mark hit his game winner. Yeah, the, nice the, to see you. The, nice, nice of you to join us, Mark. Uh, Marcus all in game five within a bit. I mean, a, a good-looking stat line. Just I'm for sure. fun, I'm going to give you the Spurs real quick. Okay, because I think this one was kind of hard, especially with some of the some of the comments we've made. Oh yeah, and this one the the, the chasm is is enormous between Kawhi and the next guy. It's a sixteen point three chasm. I guess Aldridge. That is correct. Yeah. What a dominant performance by Keith. Mm-hmm. Well, boys, I think you did all right. You got all the way through the East. Yeah, not too bad. Let's do a real quick scattered smother covered. Looking at just a, a brief few seconds, minutes on these playoff series that we got going on. Obviously, the Cavs move on with no real issue. One of the closest four-game sweeps 
uh, total points-wise in NBA history. But they move on, no big deal. Uh, Paul George, you look good in that Indiana yellow, uh, you know, for the last time. The <laughs> the Warriors just split the heads open of the Trailblazers, who had no business doing anything they were doing. Uh, again, JaVale McGee, who I praised last week as my best thing, was like even better the, the, the next couple games. Yeah, he's been incredible. Um, I, I do like what the you know the, the Trailblazers keep your heads up. You got Nurkic, you, you got Papa Nurkic coming. Uh, you swindled. One of the strangest things, the Nuggets, the, the trade Myers Leonard chance. Really weird. We've talked. He was about, not very involved. In we've that game. talked about on our show the bullying of Myers Leonard. This is apex bullying. Yeah. That's not cool, guys. Yeah, Melania Trump so needs mad? to step up. Why are you so mad? Just because he looks like a punk, like he, a little snotty nose private school. Double Winklevoss. Double mm. Winklevoss. Yeah, he kind of he kind of looks. He wears a lot of boat shoes. Exactly. You know? Ooh, I used to wear boat shoes. <sighs> so the the game. These are Hirachis, Chuck. Just, These are not boat shoes. He's currently wearing wicker shoes. <laughs> um, the Rockets put down Russell Westbrook under under the strategy of, hey. Russell Westbrook is a immensely talented ball player who has no discretion or off switch. Let's just let him do whatever he wants, knowing he cannot win. Well, and um, he can't. You have to play defense in the playoffs, and it's kind of painfully obvious that that is not something uh, he I mean, has I, the energy to do if he's has a forty six percent. I usage hate to weight, keep right? giving Keith credit for his anti Westbrook stance, but um, although James Harden didn't have the greatest series at times. His uh, he he did end up in the top five in defensive rating for the yeah. playoffs. Where Russell Westbrook nowhere to be seen on any of the advanced stats pages except for that vorp if, if you, and usage. <laughs> yeah, if you, and if you do want to play back uh, our, our show when we're doing our playoff predictions, one of the reasons I thought it was going to be a close Thunder Rockets series is I am a Rockets skeptic. Right, like, I'm not sure it's going to work. Where, where John, you were more of like, I think this day Tony Ball is going to work. One, my more was I think like, it's going to hey. work for a year. Like 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 uh, Ryan Anderson was bad. Yes. Like, Eric Gordon was bad. The whole team shot terribly from three points. And I do think if they end up playing the Spurs, that is a kind of a pretty – I like that matchup for the Rockets. So I do, too. I, so, I think the biggest takeaway – remember when we wow. started to talk about that series? We said the Rockets beat bad teams, and we were going to find out if the Thunder were even a good team. I think we found out. Yeah, no. Uh, they, they, they're they the tune squad. We would see Russell Westbrook have these amazing performances and beat a really good team once – Try doing that four times. No, it's pretty hard. I mean, that, that's one of the things we kind of should have thought about more a little and, bit. And I, I do also feel like I, I wasn't blown away by the Billy Donovan. Uh, the lineups were strange. Yeah. Way too much Samaj Christian. Abrinas. <laughs> way too much. Like, I really thought they should have played a little more, sh- like, small ball. I can't believe Not when we talked ball. about bullying, we didn't oh. bring up uh, Andre Roberson. Game. Yeah. Oh, his poor thing. His <laughs> I almost thought he should be off the court more, even with his defense. It was yeah. like... I just felt like the offense, they needed the kick, but who knows? No, no, that, no more of that. That was like watching a world star fight The when the Rockets bench was just like... Openly mocking him. It's just, it's just like somebody getting their ass whooped in the street, Ooh. you know, and they just laughed at him. It was He sad. got knocked the... Friday. Um, Friday came out 22 years ago today. Hey, you know? now. Great movie. So the, the Spurs Grizzlies, as we got, we, got, we got back from the watch party last night, um, it was a disappointing where the Grizzlies... Shot over fifty percent, scored over a hundred points, yeah, and still like just got kind of whipped. Like mm-hmm. the Spurs' offense was incredible. But, Grizzlies' defense was so like I don't know, no, they, lackadaisical. But it was really, I mean, it, they kept it, you know, r- relatively close in Game Five. Um, you know, uh, they didn't get it. It was the end of the game before the Spurs really pulled away. Um, but yeah, they they were just too many dumb turnovers which you're going to see with role players on the road. They weren't as comfortable, although Andrew Harrison played. He played know, fine, and he had James, like that terrible – he was like minus 25 or 22 or something. Yeah. I mean, it was all Patty Mills was on fire. Patty Mills was incredible. Um, and, oh, yeah, James Ennis played well in the first half. And you gave, you gave credit in the game of scones very poorly to Marcus Gasol, mm-hmm. who put up a great stat line, stat line but totally disappeared. Had a very bad, needed, bad, bad, bad. They needed series. him to be aggressive. They needed him to go get buckets. And he kept getting the ball on the high post. With like They would clear out the side for him, and he would stand there for three seconds and then face up and then say no and then like motion to Conley and give it back to Conley. It's like, no, you got to go, brother. Mm-hmm. Like Big You got to do some stuff. Big so, brother scared him. Yeah, it, it was it was kind of a bummer. Um, I, I feel like everyone is saying the Grizzlies are going to win game six. The fan part of me 
is just worried they're they're going to lose. But I don't know. I mean, at it's home, been a good series. The game's going to be incredible. The Spurs crowd's going to be... play amazingly. We can't forget that. Also, well, after yeah. after game four, which I mean, based on the timing of our podcast, we kind of blow right by game four. One of the better playoff games of the year. Wow, probably the most entertaining Grizzlies playoff game in their history. Yeah, hey, I've never seen a better the uh, game. so much back and forth. And it was one of those. My takeaway from that, getting optimistic for the Grizzlies, was. The Grizzlies had 23 turnovers. Tony Parker played great. Kawhi Leonard was a monster. The Grizzlies still won. So I'm like, you, maybe they could pull it off at game five. But. I think that's the second time the Spurs have lost um, while giving up uh, 23 turnovers in yeah. 22 years. It was, wow. it was, it was 20 turnovers, I 20, think. Yeah. The first time they'd, uh, they'd, they'd they been losing. And that. that's regular season or playoffs. Right. Um, the other series we talked to briefly was the Clippers-Jazz. I think we've all switched. We all kind of thought the Clippers were going to win. Like beforehand, and then when Gobert went down, but now it looks like the Jazz obviously taking Game Five at LA looks like the end of the line for the Clippers. Surely does. I mean, that was Although Chris Paul's been amazing. That was uh, in my head the closest playoff uh, matchup uh-huh. uh, as far as like talent goes. And, well, we ruled it cl- pretty close when everyone was healthy. Yeah, and now and with he, Griffin gone, yeah. So and when you know Gobert went down uh, Game One, it, it, you know, kind of put everything in a little murky waters. But I, I don't know. I, I think you'll you'll probably see the the Jazz pull away in these next couple of games. And I, I think the rest of the team with, with Griffin being out is just not going to work well for the Clips. Unless, you know, Doc Rivers does one of his motivational things and Ubuntu's them uh, to, to the next round. That's I, not a real thing. It's not. I know. It's all made up. <laughs> the, ga- the games that are happening again, like, as uh, tonight on Wednesday night, right after we, we wrap up taping, like the Celtics Bulls, it's still one of those, like, you know the Celtics have kind of got back. Rondo, in, we miss you. Got back in control. Um, so it seems like those have kind of fallen. Fire the cannon. To to seed where as we expected. The Bulls, you know, Bulls and Celtics. Uh, the series isn't going to start until someone uh, loses on the road. <laughs> no kidding. You know, like I mean, the, a, the Celtics are hiding Isaiah Thomas so well now on defense. I think that's been like the game changer. Yeah, that and they're attacking Olenek all the time too. So He's so goofy. I mean, that's the thing. Like. If we, if we can hide Isaiah Thomas and Olenek, they're going to kill the Bulls. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. So that that's kind of the look at all the series. Now let's move on to the awards segment of the program to to wrap up the International Stack House of Pancakes Award awarded to the worst performance in a box score. We have several nominees for the last week. Excuse me. We have several honorable mentions for the last week. Pat Beverly two for thirteen. Kevin Love two for thirteen. Serge Ibaka four for sixteen. Kyrie Irving, four for 17. There are three nominees. And Two of those four for Serge Ibaka were those crazy Giannis in your face jams, though. That's <laughs> true. They look crazy. Uh, we, there's, and also, shout out Norman Powell for Woo! baptizing <laughs> some, some people. Well, there's been a lot of good playoff dunks. Man, John Wall also uh, recognized. Uh, so this is going to bring, again, your own personal opinions. This is a very challenging stack out. This is not this a challenging... Week. Uh, well, that's good. Like I, I got some feedback from power listener uh, Daniel Box ah. last night at the watch party. He really thought Russell Westbrook last week was a shoe in for the award. Mm-hmm. He, he was stunned. None of us voted for him. Anyway, Demar Derozan. This is not quantity. He did play th- over thirty minutes, and that staggering game three loss to the Bucks. O for eight, mm-hmm. eight points, two rebounds, nothing, three turnovers. So didn't get a steal, didn't get an assist. He's the only player who averaged 25 points or more per game to not hit a shot in a playoff game. And that, during that, that makes sense. Um, so DeMar DeRozan, 0 for 8, he did nothing. Paul George in the closeout loss to the Cavaliers, 5 for 21. He did kind of fill it up with the 15 points, 7 boards, 6 assists, 4 steals, a block, 4 turnovers. And then... Victor. He did deflect that horrible behind the back J.R. Smith pass, though. He did, and then air ball, uh, game winning shot, <laughs> uh, game tying. I wonder and, if he yelled at C.J. Miles after that one too. <laughs> and then Victor Oladipo. There he is. Game five loss, four for seventeen, ten points, six rebounds, one steal, two turnovers, three personal fouls. Demar Derozan, zero for eight, eight points, nothing. Paul George, five for twenty-one, fifteen, seven, six, four steals and a block. And then Oladipo, 4 for 17, 10 points, 6 boards. As much as I love to take steaming kernel-filled dumps all over Victor Oladipo, I'm going to have to give it to DeMar DeRozan. Another popcorn callback. Indeed. Yeah, DeRozan looked like trash, and he's their alpha. 
But you like quantity, Chuck. I'm just I do. saying. I do, and we are awfully five close. Five for 21. It's very close to four for 20. I get it. Um, uh, shout out Sam Wilkinson, Patreon producer, su- whatever, supporter, mm-hmm. for finding the official Chuck. The Chuck Stat score, The 42069. Yeah. Reggie Jackson pulled off a four for of 20. Of course. With <laughs> six, Reggie Tyrone Biggums Jackson. Six rebounds and nine assists. In a game against the Brooklyn Nets, a I loss on the, November 29th. Did power listener Matt Sullivan find that one? Who found that one? I think that was Sam. Ah, I think well Matt done. found out that there was a, a 42069 zip, zip code. code in Kentucky. And that's why you want to be in the Patreon. And that is Slack why chat. you want to sign up for our Patreon.com yeah. fast break breakfast. Get on that. That so, is uh, uh, Mel- Melbourne, Kentucky. Melbourne, Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, so, John, you're voting to Marta Rosen. I am. Chuck. Do you want to give it to him, or you want to go another direction? Mm, I know I shouldn't be influenced. I'm going to go Paul George, Are so you? I'm going to leave it on, okay. on y- your mantle. Mm, here it goes. Because we're, th- th- we're throwing out Oladipo. I was gonna. I was gonna. I think I could have leaned Oladipo because of how bad he played in another game. No, didn't no, pass no. the eye test. Didn't pass no, the eye no, test. no. That that is he not was, admissible. He was playing. That from is his, not admissible. Strike that from the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're right. So if I got to go, you know, in a Closed loop system where I, I can't pick the past. Yep. Give me a. Give me a Paul George. Don't hate it. He's just terrible uh, game. He, he played right. like garbage. And Demar Derozan, chucking. you're off the hook. You, you you lucked out. He did still have the highest in his game final score. Indiana Pacers game. Paul George, recipient Poiple of the Gold, International people's. Stackhouse of Pancakes Award. Chuck, you also had a great question. Who's going to win a playoff? Who's going to win a playoff game first as a coach? Jerry Stackhouse or Luke Walton? I love it. Uh, hey, that's a brilliant question. Cool thing about Paul George is when he joins the Lakers, he also ensures himself a coaching or front office position for life. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And it'll also keep Brandon Ingram from developing. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Par fade away. What are we looking forward to this week? Chuck, if you say playoffs, you'll get smacked. Uh, I think the playoffs will be <laughs> something I'm very much looking forward to. Sado masochism. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be fun to watch the Celtics uh, either figure it out or fall apart. Um, I think the Bucks and the Raptors are going to have uh, another few games of knockdown, drag out, you know, nonsense. I'm loving this East where where outside of the Cavs, they're real serious. Everyone's won two games, right? You know, and there's you still know, up in the air. Decent basketball being played. Um, you know, that Bucks uh, Raptors game the other day was gross. I think they didn't even score like 160 points between the two of them. But uh yeah, I want to see I want to see the Celtics. I want to see what they what they can do. Come on, Bulls. Put putting the I I don't want to see Dwayne Wade win. Shut up. So, I want to see the uh, Celtics for the sake of my uh pick to uh to win. That is the funny thing. I find myself like like I want the Jazz to win in my heart, but then I know I picked the Clippers to win. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I hate that conflict. This just is don't why, worry about it. Just this don't is worry why about I didn't play fantasy basketball right. for so long. Just right. don't worry about it. Because I I hated the uh, I need the Grizzlies to win. And it's like, well, I am playing against Mark Gasol. And he Quoth Miller's shot. crossing. Look into your heart. <laughs> Look into your heart. I'm looking forward to uh, how much how much pop is going to tip at a restaurant after Game Bruh! Six. Tip. You know that server got fired, right, for taking that picture? Why? Well, oh, the picture. Yes. Yeah. Guess, guess they don't need the money anymore. No, though. he just paid rent for five months. He's going to go write a screenplay yeah, I mean, now. Absolutely. I yeah. had I had a lot of fun envisioning what circumstances might have led, other than just the generosity of his heart. Under the table, Rick Pitino style BJ. <laughs> you know what? That, that's one. <laughs> you know I, what? I like the idea of uh of like like pop reaching across the table with a steak knife and just. Slashing the third of somebody, and, and then being like, here's, "Got rid here's, of the body. Here, here's five grand." I'm so, I'm sorry about that. Uh, you <laughs> know what it is that I don't know if you guys heard this, but uh, a their waiter was a very skilled European man. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and, it was Boris Dio. Yeah. So they, you know, the they NBA eligibility. Yeah, he had. He was gonna. Now Pop's gonna uh, draft him in the second round. He siphoned that money to the Bilderberg Group. That was actually his, his signing bonus. Ah. You guys didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like I, I like imagining you know like like Pop is like you know what uh, I like I, I want to have uh, just keep keep these uh, keep the Scotch and rocks coming, but I got a thing. 
I'm gonna smash the tumbler when I'm done. I just love <laughs> smashing tumbler, you know, or, or, whatever, or whatever. Like he just had a weird something peculiar right. where right. he's like, yeah, yeah, bring me a plate of asparagus, but I'm gonna break the plate. It's just right. what I do. But I'm going gonna... to take this bottle home. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. You are not going to stop me. <laughs> That's right. Because I'm going to make you not as impoverished. That's right. <laughs> I really love certain epithets. Right. I'm just gonna fire them off at you. I'll make it up to you. You know, it would be trash if it was like a restaurant that does tip share. Well, it was. It Ugh. probably does. Well, I don't know. It, it's it's McEwen's on Monroe, mm-hmm. which is uh, it's actually a good place to park if you're a Grizzlies fan. And you don't mind walking. If you want to park for free at a Grizzlies game, which is a thing that happens in an NBA town, you can park <laughs> for free like three blocks from the Forum. Right, that's on Monroe. It's I've used uh, I've used to put fake winning lotto tickets in tip jars Ugh. and then just watch the the staff tear themselves apart. Mm. Because I'm awful. Did you star in the movie Saw? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jigsaw. Uh, My parfait away is Scott Steiner versus Jerry the King Lawler. Mm, That is going to be it. Thursday, Grizz game. You guys got to go. I can't make it. (sighs) I want to go. I'm going to make it. Desperately. I'm opening a bar. It's not. Sold out. I know. That's the I know, weirdest thing. I know. Planet. I know. Although, but if you if you're not into that, you get no simpy from me. Mm-hmm. Although the Grizzlies do the thing that NBA pl- teams do now, where it's like weird playoff. It's like so expensive. Like they they tier the yeah. pricing now. Like the nosebleeds are thirty five bucks, and you're like, that's not. That's too much. That's a secondary market price. That's not a first for theory. nosebleeds for a playoff game. Game six elimination game. Pretty for sweet. First round. These are these these are these are not good. Last stuff. round, my friend. <laughs> Last round. Only round. Oh, no, come on. We got more Grizz coming in our lives, don't we? Oh yeah. This year. Uh, we will no. likely have a Grizzlies funeral next show. Yes. Yeah. Most likely. Very sad. All right. You guys, thanks for listening. We really appreciate all the Patreon supporters. If you want to join that, throw a couple bucks our way at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. We need those iTunes reviews. It really helps us out. You can like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at fastbreakbreakfast. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, never apologize for being G&G. Fab break break, man. You understand? Listen up closely. I don't think they're ready. I miss the good fella, baby, been getting fed. They want to get like me, so they try to copy me. To do it like a Nike, so they ain't for stopping me. Swag turned up, cause you already know. Catch me at the game, sit in front row. It's tax time, let's get it understood. Just in case you're wondering, baby, it's all good. From the east to the west, from the south to the north. I've been put down in the town since 94. Everywhere I go, they say, Mark, you the man. M Town, baby, you know what I'm saying? And remember, I don't care about your credit.